Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. You see that painting up on the wall there? I can't tell you. It says gratitude, right? Ah, uh, but I can't tell you how many people call me and say, uh, Lee, you got an extra T in gratitude. Did you know that? Of course I know that. Because it's the attitude in gratitude. Now, I think about that a lot. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately. That attitude in gratitude represents gratitude that's pointing out. Not the gratitude that's all about me, but me being able to be grateful for everything that's going on around me and those that support me without expecting anything in return. That's the attitude of gratitude. And I wonder what's going on in our world today regarding that. You know, I was listening to a talk uh, by Abigail Disney. I think it was a TED Talk. And it caused me to do a little bit more research. But Abigail Disney is the daughter of, granddaughter of Roy Disney, who was a partner to Walt Disney and brother. And she remembers delightfully walking across the park. And she remembers the people that were working there. And she tells about the people that were working there, those people that were working there at that time. It was not a gig. It was a job with some security. They could expect to own a home, raise a family, access decent health care. And they could, they could retire because they had a pension plan. And I think Disney wasn't the only company like that. I think there were many other companies who were built in those recent years who showed an attitude of gratitude for those that helped them get there, their essential workers. You know, Disney's done pretty well over the years. Right now, I know they're suffering. Tough times, right? But let's look back a couple of years. According to Abigail Disney and my own research, approximately 73% or three out of four of the people who smile when you walk in, who help you comfort their crime baby, who maybe help you have the best vacation you've ever had, they can't consistently put food on the table. Most of them qualify for food stamps. It's supposed to be the happiest place on earth. And yet the people who work there take incredible pride that they pursue a higher purpose. I don't know when all of this started. It probably started with Milton Friedman. Among others, the idea of shareholder primacy over everything else started to gain enormous popularity. Now there's nothing wrong with shareholder primacy. It's a reasonable idea and a reasonable concept when you think about it. Shareholders own the company. Shareholders want and have earned and risked to get profits and growth. So therefore you prioritize profits and growth. It's very sensible. But unfortunately, shareholder primacy was an idea that became a mindset. Then that mindset jumped the rails where it dominated everything else. And it altered everything about the way companies and even governments are led and managed. Now, I know what the cynics say. <laughs> and it's true. You can't eat your principles. But I'll tell you what. You can't breathe basis points either. And neither can your children. Bob Iger is one of the most respected CEOs in the media world. And yet, in 19... In 2018 and 19, his bonuses exceeded $45 million, and each of those years as much as $65 million. 
while 73% of the workforce would qualify for food stamps. Tells you something about the system. I have to think that if Bob Iger was on death's door and he was asked, what is success for you? He would not say, getting a huge bonus. I think in Bob Iger's heart, he's done so much good in this world that he would think about the good and the difference that he made, those relationships, those places where gratitude was outward spreading. I really do. You know, um, I've had the opportunity of working with some amazing people and coaching with them. I have thinking of a man, let's call him Greg, who um, several years ago decided that his employees, and he doesn't have tons of employees, a small group of employees, it'd be great for each one of them to be out of debt, to have their houses paid for. Well, prior to the pandemic, he quietly announced to me, guess what? I got all the houses. They're all paid for. Now, did that affect Greg's living style? No. Did it affect his trip to Europe to participate in a, uh, a, a uh, marathon? No. You see that, but that, if something happened to Greg, what would be his definition of success? You know, I believe that we live in the most profitable business ecosystem in the history of the world. And I believe we can do better. I believe we can take just a little bit off the upside, take a tiny bit of pressure off the speed at which things are happening. I believe that everything we would lose in the short term for doing that will more than make up for itself in an expanded, line, in an expanded landscape of moral, spiritual, and financial prosperity. Let's all think about how we can turn the arrows out in those areas of responsibility that we have. Can we make life, can we make life more meaningful? Have a meaningful week. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye.